Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello all and welcome to the Rangers Women's Football Show. I am Rhiannon and as always I'm joined by my co-pilot Car here this side. Car, how are you? Yeah, good mate, how are you? I'm doing alright, thanks very much. Before we start, shout out to my, my lovely merch, designed by you Car. It's cracking if I do say so myself. Not bad. Uh, if you can go on to RFCWSG on Twitter and buy some of your own if you wish. So let's get started. We've got a couple of games to talk about, to, uh, a couple of wins to discuss. So uh, the last time we'd spoke was when we covered the game against Glasgow City, which was a fantastic 3-1-1 with 10 players. Uh, the next game we won't talk about in the Cup. <laughs> again, again. But we can discuss the next league game, which would be a 4 nothing one over Hamilton. Kayle McCoy with two, Zoe Ness with one, and a returning Kirsty Howard with a goal, which was absolutely fantastic to see. Um, so uh, how did you see that game, Carl? Um, it was a good result. Um, I thought Hamilton were quite compact in places. Um, they kind of shut down a lot of the movement. Um, how did you see the game? Yeah, Hamilton are always kind of a tough side to break down because they do just kind of sit in and don't really offer much else attackingly. Um, that's not a word, but we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we played really well and obviously really good to see Kirsty back and getting a goal for her efforts. So that, that was really good. But yeah, just another standard dominant performance from, from the Rangers women. Obviously, we kind of had to miss a game against Motherwell due to the Pintar yeah. Cup. Um, so we now technically have two games in hand. Currently, we're recording this on March 4th. Glasgow City are a point ahead of us because they've played an extra game. Um, so we have the postponed Aberdeen game as well as the game against Motherwell, which we missed. So that's a possible six points. Um, so that is potentially a, a five-goal lead over Glasgow City um, going forward. I, I mean... We're always kind of saying one game at a time, but I think that one against Glasgow City definitely suited us. We've been we played really well, I thought. 
Uh, yeah, we we have been playing really well, and like obviously we've been, had a few out. Rachel's out injured, Chelsea's out injured, Kirsten's out injured. We've had a few kind of knocks, but Zoe seems to have come back in. I don't know what's happening with Emma Brownlee, but pretty much majority of our squad are are back. Nick's now playing on the right side most of the time with Demi going over to the left because we don't have Rachel on that that side. But I think we, we other than the cup, we've been playing pretty you know, standard dominant football, very attacking, uh, not had much really thrown at us from any of the teams. Well, we'll come on to the set of game. They had a few chances, but we're pretty much just doing what we do, <laughs> dominating games. Yeah, I think obviously Nick's kind of touched on she's uncomfortable. She feels she doesn't yeah. have a right foot, but I think she's been doing really well. I think the Celtic game, for me, affirmed that she's, you know, when called upon, she will do well in, in, in a right-back position. But I think maybe that's something we need to strengthen, strengthen because we've got good centre-backs. We've obviously got Yanni, we've got Bree, we've got Chantel. Um, Left-back, we've obviously got Nick and Demi. So we maybe need a, another right-back, even if it's maybe an academy player, and just for if and when Rachel may, unfortunately, like right now, be injured. Because um, we love Rachel. We think, obviously, Rachel's brilliant. We talk about how great she is all the time, obviously, Midfield-wise, we're, we're settled, you know, I, I do miss Chelsea and Kirsten for what they bring to the team, but we seem settled and we don't seem out of sorts without them. But I, I do wish we had a bit more depth in our back line, what do you think? Yeah, definitely on that right side. Like, we've got everyone else, every other position, sorry, we've got multiple players that can play there, but right back seems to be the one position that we've really only got one option and it is Rachel and I don't know why she's injured I don't know what happened they're not giving us any information about that but um, having another one just to come in for the situations like this when she is injured that can strengthen us obviously Nick is doing a great job she might say she's not a right back and she doesn't like it but she's doing a fantastic job and Demi's obviously slotted in really well on that left side and she's doing great but having somebody to back up would be great and think it's something we need to look at in the summer amongst other positions goalkeeper we could do with getting a couple different changes in there I'd say but yeah definitely that right hand side we could do a strengthening I mean I don't know about you Carl but for me Kira Grant coming in she's been absolutely fantastic since she's came in um Hamilton game I thought she was brilliant I thought she was really really good uh when she came on in the Celtic game uh, I think she's just been an absolutely top player for us. Um, so, I mean, I know it's kind of she's saying it's a trial, but I hope Malky does the right thing and sign her. How did you? How do you feel, Kira's kind of? Yeah, and she's been on? great. She she's come in and gone at it full force. She's like absolutely fantastic. Um, I can't say enough about her, and I really do hope that she stays on and we can come to an agreement and get her in. Obviously, our mid- midfield is pretty stacked. Like we've got a lot of depth in that area, and obviously Tess will never be thrown out I think that's pretty much her jersey but she has been fantastic when she's come on and she doesn't you know you see a lot of players maybe kind of 50-50s and they'll kind of back out a little bit she's running into everything and nicking balls off folk and just running for it she's absolutely fantastic I can't praise her enough I think she's great I think Tess has been very good the past couple of games I think the game on Sunday Tess was outstanding I thought she was really good in the City game for I mean an assist was Outstanding, but I thought Sunday for me, Tess, it was one of Tess's best games in a, in a Rangers jersey. Yeah, so definitely. We can come on to that. Obviously, we had a very, very good win on the 27th of February over that mob across the road. Uh, we ran out three nothing winners. Uh, Jane Ross with two, and 
broken he with one and I thought you know it was conducive of a play that Fran Alonso was getting at big licks like oh they didn't work hard and the goals then it came off a rebound but that's you know that's what happens when you work that's hard and have the players in the right positions two of the, game, the goals came off our Celtic's defense, defensive errors in my opinion the first yeah. goal it kind of bounces off uh, Jane's thigh and she slots at home and then, the, and, and then Brogan's goal um, it kind of fell to her feet. She stops it dead, and it was an absolutely beautiful shot in the bottom um, left-hand corner for Brogan. It was obviously the Celtic goalkeeper's right-hand corner, but it was just such a well-placed ball from Brogan that keeper had absolutely fucking no chance. But I just feel like he's he was giving it like we're underdogs, they're a better team in paper, this, that, and the other. And they've already beat us twice this, twice this season, right? So coming back to win 3 0 against them is just exactly what we needed. We needed to pick ourselves up and get that one and be decisive. Obviously, the last game in the league was one nothing in Airdrie. That was by far and away your best performance against Celtic over the past, I would say, two seasons. So yeah. I think, you know, in my opinion, I don't know how you feel. I just think he'd try to discredit us at every turn. Um, he's no, obviously, you can see his temperament. He wasn't happy. That's both two league games and twice he's been booked at them. Um. I don't know. I just don't think he's got the humility about him that most, like most managers would. Like even the Glasgow City manager, when we beat them, we still, you know, there was a bit of humility. She did kind of try and define it as them having a bad performance, and that's the only reason me won. Yeah, and I, I don't. Obviously, he's gonna back his side, but I don't know what game he was watching that they were the dominant performance, and we got lucky with our goals because that was our game. We ran the show that day. They had a couple of chances. One of them hit the woodwork. Like Jenna made a save near the end, but I wouldn't. They were nowhere near dominant. We had the no. ball ninety percent of the game. They couldn't play broken. They couldn't touch her. They couldn't play Sam. It was just it was our game, and so I don't know what game he was watching. But he he's strange man he's always raging he's constantly getting yellow cards for screaming his head off his assistant as well and I, I don't know he's not really suited to Scottish football I don't think he's just think mental for me like even last season I would say we were the dominant team we had yeah. the most possession we created most chances and it was one goals that was costing us we weren't having defensive slips towards the end of games and it would be one goal that would make us lose the fourth cup games, it's been by one goal because of defensive errors. But we were so unbelievably clinical on Sunday. I mean, we could have more, in my opinion. Jane and Lizzie's uh, link up for the third goal was was fantastic. Yeah. Just that ball Sam in as well. Sam's back. Can you back to Jane, uh, back to Lizzie to Lizzie to pass it over in a header in from Jane? It was just perfect. As you said, Sam was was unplayable on Sunday. Sam and Lizzie were uh, Sam and Brogan. Sorry, were standouts. I think Sam coming back in has been absolutely brilliant. I think yeah. when she came back against Spartans, apart from obviously her being out with COVID, she's been unstoppable and unplayable. And obviously we've seen that when she got called up with Scotland, but even then she kind of slotted into right back for Scotland and I thought she was absolutely brilliant against Hungary um, in that game as well. So Sam, I think coming back has been brilliant for us. Yeah, she's been pivotal over the last few games because she's another one that just, she runs at everything, she doesn't shy out of tackles and she's in everyone's faces all game till she gets the ball back and that's her away. Uh, it's just having her, Kirsty back, it's just, you know, it's just going to kick us on even further this season. We've already done great things, but it's just 
I can't praise Sam enough. I love her. Like I just think she's an incredible player. We all love Sam, and I think we we speak about this a lot in the group chat. Sam for us is one of our, like one of your favourite players, just because of the mentality. You know, she's Ambrose through and through. She wants to do well for us. She wants to win. As you said, having her and Kirsty back has been wonderful, but I think more so having Sam back, especially with, unfortunately, Chelsea and Kirsty in midfield. For, because for me, I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, Chelsea and Kirsty are my two start midfielders along with Tess. I think they offer so yeah. much going forward. But right now, in, in my opinion, I don't know who takes Sam's jersey because of how well she's been playing. Even against Hamilton, she was all over the pitch, always going for balls, never gave anything up. Um, so I would actually on Sunday against Partick, which we'll come on to, really like to see Sam, Kieran, Testa in midfield and see where we go. Um, because if it doesn't go well, we've got Megan and Brogan that could come on in midfield and cause more problems. But I would just like to see how Sam, Kieran, Tess would start together. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Like Kieran and Tess, when they played, I can't remember what game it was. Was that the City game? Yeah. Where, they dropped back and they kind of switched and then. Yep. I can't even remember. Yeah, it was the City yeah, game. Yeah, because uh, Chelsea went off injured. Yeah, um, but that whole midfield, definitely Sam. That's Sam's jersey now, I think. Until Kirsten or Chelsea get back, I think that's theirs. And it's looking like it might be a couple of weeks, well, three to four weeks for Kirsty, Kirsty, Kirsten to get back. No idea about Chelsea because we've had no word about that. So, But she's still in the boot, so I think it's probably going to be near the end of the season if she, you know she makes it back but definitely I completely agree with you it's Sam's jersey and I would like to see Kira, Sam and Tess in that midfield just give it a go and I'd put Brogan up front with Jane and Lizzie and back line's always the same yeah <laughs> I, I mean the back line I thought again were clinical and fantastic on Sunday um, I know Celtic had a couple of chances Jane made a great save you mentioned one of them hit off the wood but but we didn't give them much room. No. They were kind of going to the flanks and there was a, such a high press from Demi, from Nick, from, you know, the whole back line for me were right on Celtic anytime they got the ball. Demi just casually taking players out. Yeah, and so there you go. I actually thought she was going to get a booking for that, but... The no. ref did speak to her at one point, but they kind of just waved it off and that was that. Was that. But but they, they looked scared of her. Every time she ran at them, they shot themselves and they were just like, I don't want any part of this. And they would just quickly try and get rid of the ball because they didn't want her to come and, does what, come and do what she does. I, I think Demi was the way that yeah, Zoe was in the first game uh, in the league against them, constantly on top of them, constantly pressing them. And they just they didn't know how to handle the pressure, I think. For me, last season, we offered them too much of the ball and too much time and too much comfort. Um, whether it's this season, it's been the polar opposite, and it, it showed, especially in the league games, that we've just been pressing them high and no giving them the room and stuff they need to play and use their players. Like, their forward, I can't remember number nine, was nothing. Like, the first couple of games, especially last season, she was all over us and causing us all sorts of problems. She was the next back pocket most of that game. Yeah, but that's the difference between last season and this season, is we're not giving them any space, we're not giving them any time on the ball. Last season, we just... I don't know, we gave them too much respect or I don't know what was going on, but this season we're just not, and we're taking our chances, that's the difference, we're being more clinical with our chances and actually taking them, we could have won a lot of those games last season had we actually taken the chances we were offered, that's the difference and that's what's pushed us on so well in the league is we are taking our chances now. Jane's standout, I think Jane coming in has improved this exponentially, those were goals we might not have got without Jane, Jane's 
just relentless on the ball. Her hold-up play is brilliant, but it's the way that she, her movement and her link-up play, especially with Lizzie, I think it helps that they yeah. played together before. Um, they know exactly where each other are and they've spoke about it themselves. Just that kind of intuition they've got with each other and knowing where the other person will be, it's amazing. So having Jane come in, for me, has um, improved it greatly. Yeah, you can, she's always in the right place. When you see them running up and you're like, right, who's in the box? It's always Jane or it's always Lizzie. And they're always passing it to each other to get get a goal. It's just those two are, you know, top goal scorers. Jane's on 13, Lizzie's on 14 in the league. So they're neck and neck. Like, we wouldn't be where we are without them. No. I, I hope they stay because they're genuinely, that they, they're the main reason, I'd say, why we're doing so well in the league. I, I think for me, yeah, I 100% agree with that, but it's also really good that, Every player in every position are coming in with goals. Even our back line have got goals. Like I know that Rachel and Nick have scored in the league. I know Bree's got a couple. Chantel got the one against City. So for me, having not just your strikers getting goals, but the other players in the team contributing, I think Jen and Megan Cunningham are the only two players that haven't contributed a goal for us this year. I, I, I don't know if Megan Bell scored, but then she was obviously out injured for such a long time that you don't really fault her for that. No, but she obviously she was causing major problems. The Hearts game especially, she yeah. was independently and stuff like that. So, I mean, that, that will come with Megan. She obviously just needs that wee bit more game time. But for three year squad players to have not have scored, I think shows the depth and the, and the range that we've got, especially the kind of younger kids. They've been scoring in cup games and stuff. So it's been, it's been brilliant. And it's been a, a much more team effort, but you hear them talking about it all the time. I think it was Malky that mentioned it in these interviews, saying that they, after the, the cup defeat, went in and spoke to each other and had conversations about how they can improve and be better as a squad. And I think that's amazing for me, knowing that everybody's in it for everybody and it is such a team effort and it's no, you know, there's no egos in it and they're just wanting to win the league and do as best they can. Yeah, you, you can see it like and how they interact on the pitch and how they talk to each other and even on social media and stuff, they're all going out for each other's birthdays, they're always like together, there's always some of them together, which is what you need, you need them to be a tight-knit group who are going to be there for each other and in games it's it's showing the partnership, there's different kind of, you know, Jane and Lizzie are linking up a lot of time, Sam's in there as well, Brogan, it's just, there's always kind of pockets of players that are there for each other but the whole team is there for each other this season and I think that's the difference there's nobody there we've had a few in the past that have been there for themselves and you can tell we'll mention any names but it's definitely you can tell they're all in it together and it's good that after the cup game obviously after a defeat that they all went in it wasn't just you know Malky having a word with them it was all of them talking to each other and being like right this is what we need to do to do better and they came back and they did it it obviously worked because that game on Sunday was as near perfect as you could get. A 3 nothing win is brilliant at the best of times, but to do it over your rivals who've no longer put you out another cup and to do it in such a fashion where you offer them absolutely nothing and you were all over them, that it could have been more than 3 nothing. I think is a, a, you know, a massive point to the girls because they've done it absolutely fantastic in my opinion. Yeah, they just completely shut them down. They didn't give them any chance. You know, they did have a couple of chances, but it was like smash and grab, just ho- hitting and hoping for them. It wasn't, they weren't doing any clinical into the box play. It was all just, oh, I've got the ball, I'm going to shoot and hope for the best. 
Um, we, yeah, we didn't give them anything, and that's what we need, and that's what we need going forward next season in the cup. To believe in ourselves that we can we can do the same in the league in the cup. It shouldn't be any different. It should be the same regardless of what game it is. It was a horrible day. The pitch was awful. I'm not going to make any excuses. But the last goal was a foul on Jenna. So the fact that it was given as a goal was completely ridiculous. But we move on and they've moved on. And that performance against Celtic in the league at home was dominant. That wasn't the same team that played that cup game a couple of weeks before. That was a completely different attitude. And you could see from the moment the whistle went, they were on it and there was no hanging back and possibly giving them chances. It's just near perfect, I'd say. Yeah. I think for me, um, you know, coming back to the Pinta Cup was also a worry because we had so many players off. Like, I know that Chantelle and Kayla were off of Jamaica and, yeah. you know, we had all these kind of international tournaments going on. So it could have been, you know, a slight worry in terms of all these players kind of coming back um, from international duty, like Demi and Megan were with Northern Ireland. And so to come out and perform the way we did, especially maybe not having as much training as we would have had it not been an international tournament because everybody was kind of coming in late and, I wouldn't say they had as many days to prepare for an old farm as they would have. So yeah. I had the, the level of performance, especially coming back from the national tournament, just goes to show um, whatever they're doing at Rangers in terms of their preparation and their recovery time stuff genuinely working because, as you said, it was near perfect. Yeah, the ones that stayed behind that didn't get called up for the squads, they had a bounce game, I think, against under-19s Northern Ireland squad, but it got called off because of the weather, so I don't actually know like what happened in that but there was a picture of them on like the pitch so it was good that they were trying to get minutes in the legs of the lassies that didn't get called up to go away but obviously Kira got called up and then sat on the bench and like didn't play do you know what I mean it's stuff like that annoys me I'd rather them be at Auckland Howie being able to train and get more minutes with you know coaches and stuff but that's what it is and they came back and you know it clearly didn't hinder them in any way so we can move on to Sunday then, which would be the sixth of March. The sixth of March. Um, this is now the third go around of your fixtures. As we discussed, Rangers have got two games in hand, so there's eleven. There's technically eleven yeah. games left, but there's um nine normal league games left. Obviously, this is restarting. So both times we've played part of this with this year, we beat them. The last one was a, a kind of edgy one 0 win away from home. Chelsea calling it with a rocket as Chelsea yeah. does. Um how do you see the game going? I mean we're at home so I think it's gonna be a pretty standard it's gonna be our game. But it, we I think our main issue is we need to not get sucked into the battles with King Kim Murphy. She you know she's trying to be polite here. She's a good player but she gets in people's heads a little bit and she's a bit kind of dirty and she'll go for the tackles and throw an elbow in here and there so it needs to be a case of but if she's up against Emmy I don't see that happening. She's up against Nick I don't see that happening. You know they're that clinical just run past her but I think I'm pretty confident I mean I back this team 100% I think it's going to be a pretty standard dominant performance from Rangers. I would agree with that on on both points. Um, you know, the first game against obviously it was a rescheduled game against Hamilton. She was kind of going in elbows against like Zoe Ness and stuff, um, yeah. and then didn't really appreciate it when Rachel and Chelsea were kind of doing it back to her. Um, so I think that's you know as you said something you watch out and no gets sucked into. I think if we stick to a game plan, feel like I know we can. 
um, will be more than comfortable winners. Yeah, I think the only one I'd say goal scoring opportunity from their squad would be is it Claire Dockery? Yes, yeah. she seems to be their kind of top goal scorer. So if we can shut her down, I think it's pretty comfortable for us. But it just depends who's back. If you know, maybe Rachel will be back, so then Nick can move back to to her normal side, and then hopefully get a bit more normality resuming. But I'd say, like you said, in the midfield, Tess, Sam, Kira. Throw Brogan, Jane and Lizzie up front. Jenna will be in the goal as always. And then standard back line, Nick, Demi, Bree, Chantel. But I would like Yanni to get a, a game. She's yeah. not had a game. Obviously, she was off. I don't know. She had a knock and then she's not been... I think she was on the bench, but she's not been called into action. So I'd like to see her maybe get a couple of games. Not, I, I don't want to call them lesser teams, but the more kind of standard games that we're going to... Yeah, Comfort, be comfortable in. I'd like to see her get a couple of games. I, I think I, I would agree with that because it gives it gives Yanni a run out, but it gives the other players a rest as well. Um, especially obviously likes of Chantel coming back from international duty and then going straight into an old firm game. So maybe resting Chantel is um, it would be good for her. Um, it, as you said, it's not a lesser team. It's just. A, a different level than maybe a Celtic or a Glasgow City just because they are part-time and they don't, you know, get as much prep or whatever as, they, as you know, we would go in as a professional team. Um, well, quick. <laughs> quick fears, don't worry, we're no, <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Co-Pilot Card, as always, for joining me. And thank you for you all at home watching. Remember, keep the battle fever on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.